Well, good morning and welcome to another reading of the Bible. I'm going to dig back into Acts chapter 2. And if you remember, Peter, the Holy Spirit's poured out. Peter preaches this sermon. Thousands of people give their life to Jesus. Men and women are baptized. The church goes from being this small ragtag group of people to thousands and thousands of people in one day and what we call the capital C church, not like your local church or my local church, but the big C church, which means Christ's church, all the believers as one body is born on this one day. And we get this glimpse right after this, Luke writes to us what the early church was like. And he says that in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, and it's the only verse that I'm going to read today, and it's a verse that I would encourage you to memorize. It says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. And yesterday we talked about this idea of being close to God's teaching, right? So we want to hear from believers, from a Christian church. So going to church every Sunday, listening to the sermon, worshiping through the songs, um, sharing that time together, but also um, reading your own Bible and, and, and being a part of a group that can help you learn it yourself. So that's hearing the teaching from God. The second thing is fellowship, and that's the one we're going to focus on today. So fellowship, when I was a kid, we, my church had a room that was called the fellowship hall and we would go into the fellowship hall and we'd have spaghetti dinners and we would have my scout troop met in the fellowship hall and we had um, potlucks and there would always be a time after church where the church, the people could go into that room and just basically hang out and talk together. So this idea of fellowship to me is gathering together as a group and sharing your life. But the, the odd thing is that, of course, Luke wrote this in Greek, and I can't read Greek, so I have to just trust that the word fellowship is approximately what Luke meant. But in this case, he used the, word, the Greek word koinonia. And koinonia is, it doesn't really have a direct English translation. It means lots of different things. In fact, it's translated as fellowship, it's translated as communion, having things in common. It's translated as distributing food, um, as in like a loving way of giving food away. Um, and it's translated as fellowship. So there's this idea of koinonia, our bond together. And the word koinonia literally means to share oneself on the deepest level. And so I, I want to take fellowship up a notch and just say, if you ever feel like I'm going to do life by myself. I don't really need to go to church. I don't need to be a part of a youth group. I don't need to be part of a small group. I don't need to be part of uh, a body of believers, a group of believers. I don't need Christian accountability. I've got my Bible and I pray and that's all I need. Well, you're missing this one big key piece that's right here in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 is that they devoted themselves to fellowship. They spent time together. They shared their life together. They were deeply invested. I know for me, I've gotten so much out of small groups in my life and having an accountability partner. And so maybe that's something that you need to develop in your life. Who is somebody that you can trust with the deepest innermost thoughts in your life? Maybe right now it's a parent or maybe it's a Christian brother or sister. And when I say Christian brother or sister, I mean 
when you are a Christ follower, you are no longer just a friend to other Christ followers. You are a brother or a sister to those Christ followers or one big family. So maybe it's somebody else that has the spirit within them that can speak into your life, that you can trust with things and they can trust you. That's the kind of koinonia, the kind of fellowship that I believe that the early church was developing. And so maybe you guys can be the the change agents to bring more koinonia into your church, into your small group, into your life. So let's pray about that. And then I'll see you tomorrow. God, you are such a good God. You love us. You created us to be together. You are one God who exists in three forms. You have community and koinonia among yourself. God, I pray that that same uh, fellowship would be available to us. I pray that you would raise up people in our lives and that we would be those kind of people to others where the Holy Spirit could speak back and forth between us. God, thank you that you you never leave us alone. We love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.